Hey, hey, good evening. This is Tracy Havlick, a train with fire. Uh, some of you may know me well and maybe too well, just kidding. And some of you may not know me at all. So I just want to talk just real quick, a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Tracy. I have been running train with fire since 2018. Um, when a neighbor suggested, Hey, why don't you do your workouts? Um, virtually because I commuted to work every day and, um, it just kind of got old having to pack a bag, go to the gym, shower somewhere weird, forget my clothes. Um, and so it just kind of got tired. And I wanted something a little more convenient, a little more cost effective and something that fit my lifestyle a little bit better. My kids were still at home. Um, and I wanted to be able to see them and spend more time around my home before I had to leave for the day. So that's when I started doing our, um, at home workouts for busy ladies. So, um, that's where it started. And as I've been going through, um, life, busy teacher, I'm a full-time teacher and coach have my, with my kids doing all the things, trying to juggle everything. I did not recognize my own hormonal imbalance until it wasn't too late, but it definitely started to show up on my body in many different ways. Um, and I do have a podcast specific to this, but I'll talk really quickly about it now. Um, my first the first thing that started happening to me that I did not recognize because I never had a regular period because when I was in uh, my a teenager and in my twenties, I didn't have my period um, in college. I was 20 before I got my period and that was medically induced period. I'm self-diagnosed with amenorrhea because I had a bunch of stress fractures I'd been fighting, went to the doctor, um, actually found, read an article in my nutrition book about amenorrhea and, the, and lack of period and how that can lead to stress fractures. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I have suffered from, but nobody ever was worried about it. Um, they just said, it'd be fine, be fine. Well, it wasn't fine. It ruined my track career in college because I had stress fractures all the time. Um, and that's the number one uh, side effect from having a hormone um, imbalance, which is what I had. Um, some Sometimes it can be caused from low body fat, but my body fat wasn't that low as a runner. I'm not a long distance athlete and a lot of long distance athlete, athletes do suffer from uh, super low body fat. Um, I'm pretty sure I was drinking enough beer at that time uh, since I was a thrower now and not no offense throwers <laughs> and just full disclosure here, you know, I was in college and I wasn't able to run. So I was like, okay. Um, so I know my body fat wasn't that low. It was a hormonal imbalance that my doctor told me, like my two hormones were flip-flopped and I can't remember which things they were. And I, next time I go to my appointment, I'm going to find that out. Fast forward. I was able to have children fine. I was kind of surprised that happened. Okay. Um, just because I was so irregular with my period. And then, um, my period started coming every three weeks about five years ago. And I didn't really think much about it. You're just like, you, you know, one month you think it's a fluke until it's the next month, then the next month. And you're like, then by the time, you know, the months pass by and you're busy and next thing, you know, I'm going to shut the door because I've had two dogs out here waiting for their owner to get home. So I'm going to shut the door on them now that I know they're safe. Uh-huh. Um, and so <clears throat> that's what started was every three weeks, then it turned into being heavy. Then it turned into being bloated for like half the month. Um, then it turned into increased belly fat. Then it turned into exhaustion and needing to take a nap after work pretty much every day. Um, and then I look back and I saw pictures of myself. I'm like, that is just not me. And so I started a deep dive because I wanted to learn from me. What was, what did I need to do to change 
for me in the future, because as a personal trainer and run coach, I wanted to be able to help myself so I could better help people like you. And so now I've seen what's worked for me. It's taken two years to get here. Um, and I can tell when I fall off the wagon a little bit with my choices and decisions, because it does still, it affects my energy, it affects how I feel, affects many things. Um, so that's where we're here today. And so I want to talk to you today. We are on module five, which is how to, what to talk to your doctor about and hormone testing. Now, what can be a problem with this is we don't want to, um, make anybody bad or bad, bad mouth anybody, but the way the current medical system is set up is you come in with the problem, they diagnose it and they give you medicine to treat it. Um, driven a lot by our pharmaceutical companies, as we can see um, with other things that have been going on in the world, um, spending money. Um, it's, it's a very, it's all, a lot of it is all about money and not about helping yourself. Um, learning to help yourself, not preventative care. Let's just give you a pill and um, that'll make things better. Let not, let's, um, let's implement some of these lifestyle factors and then see how we are. So um, we are going to talk about how to talk to your doctor and what to talk to your doctor about and what tests you could have ran, could run if you are interested in learning more about yourself. Um, now, a little side note about blood testing is I was listening to a podcast the other day um, in my um, hormone coaching group um, that was talking about how, for instance, for example, the um, Lipitor. So Lipitor is for high cholesterol. So tell me they adjusted the, the, they had recently, and I don't remember the date have adjusted the, um, factors of when you are considered higher, when you have high cholesterol, those have been switched because we see the, because of the norm of people coming in with high cholesterol are the people that are going in for testing on their cholesterol are healthy people, the people that go in to get tested for things on more regularly, or is it people that have problems that get their blood tested? If you answered problems, you are correct. Healthy people don't really, it have not been in the past. Now it's happening more now because of we're building awareness. Healthy people don't go get tested. We are, you know, healthy people, they don't have see a need to, it's not been uh, the way the medical system works. You find problem. Oh, well, let's run some tests and see what's up. So this is where we are at right now with, um, with the Lipitor. So same thing with our hormones. Okay. So the back to, so the Lipitor thing again. So what now is considered uh high, uh, used to not be now it's considered. So the, they are changing the levels of for cholesterol based on the sick pe people that are sick coming in. Now, is everybody sick coming in? No, there could be a lifestyle factor that you can make to change a little bit. So if you're on the cusp of a medicine, maybe there's something you can do to change it. So the levels that we see that are being tested are shifting. Okay. The levels of, of healthy are shifting. So if you go to your doctor and they test your thyroid, because you ask for that, you have a problem. A lot of times they'll only run one thyroid test and not the others that need to be ran. That's usually what happens. Number one, number two is they say, Oh, it's normal. Your thyroid's fine. Normal doesn't mean that you feel good. So if you feel like you don't feel good and your doctor says everything's normal, 
you need to seek help. You can seek help from a trainer or coach like myself. You can seek help from a functional doctor. Now, um, just on that side, I love my functional doctor, um, but they are costly. And right now our insurance doesn't cover that because that's the way the system is set up right now in, um, in the United States, not the world, because there is, I, I can't remember this country right now. I don't know if it's Sweden, um, but there is a country where women's health, those kind of tests they're paid for. They're part of the normal, the norm. Um, and we'll get into those here coming up. So we've got, uh, with this module, common hormonal issues, common symptoms, maybe it's not your hormones. Okay. Maybe it's not your hormones. There could be something else that's going on in your body, but, um, we are common hormonal imbalances can be seen in small whispers. So, um, the periods coming every three weeks, you know, just things that we're not recognizing, maybe irritable, maybe, um, more irritable, maybe more tired. Um, we also will talk about clearing the smoke, which are the toxins out of your body. Toxins will affect your hormones negatively. Do you need your hormone tests and what's next? So some common hormone, hormone disorders in women, and I'm not going to get into them because you can read all about them in the, in the uh, module for this week. Um, we've got PCOS. So thyroid disease, diabetes, those are a few common ones and menopause. Menopause is normal. And guess what? hundred percent of us are going to go through menopause. It's normal, but it doesn't mean we have to suffer. There are things you can do. There are adaptogens, things that help your body adapt. There's um, health. There are um, healthy choices we can make to help our body adapt to what we're going through. Um, so when you hear, you know, you hear people say stuff off the cuff a lot, like it's probably your hormones, right? Um, if, if you have a regular cycle without many symptoms throughout the month, your doctor won't test your sex hormones. So when you go in, they're not going to test them. If you're having a regular period, they're not going to be tested, but just because you're having a regular period doesn't mean that you might have a common female, um, disorder. There are over 50 of these known, and we're not going to get said, get into all those, but, um, some of the symptoms and maybe it's not your hormones. We've got the irregular cycles. I was telling you about, um, acne changes in your hair, um, unexplained weight gain, hot flashes, night sweats, unexplained weight loss. Wouldn't we all like that? <laughs> and vaginal dryness is one of those things that happens because our estrogen lever levels drop during menopause. Um, so some questions for your doctor. So I created a sheet, top 10 questions for your doctor checklist, print it off, take it with you. I wanted to make them super, not cheesy and something that you really can use for yourself. Um, talk about your vital signs. Is your health better or worse? Best ways to manage your health. And I'm sorry. And a lot of these, you get a certain time slot when you go to your regular doctor and some of these questions might be too in depth for them. Now, a functional doctor, you see a functional doctor, they will spend an hour with you and really deep dive into what it is you need and not just surface. And then what's best about that is you find a coach, a health coach that can help you along with that. A lot of functional doctors don't have the time to work with you over the course of the time because they are mostly there running the tests doing the first consult, running the tests and, um, and addressing if you'd have any hormone replacement, a hormone replacement therapy needs, which is also based on your personal choice and also preferences. Um, so there are other questions on there. I'm not, I won't read those to you. I don't want to read stuff that you can read for yourself. Right. So 
print off those questions, take them with, they'll probably look at you like you're crazy, but they're questions that maybe you just might forget when you get there, you know, you're in there and you're like, I don't really know how many, and then you leave and you're like, crap, I should talk about this, this, and this. So take those with you. Um, so do you need your hormones tested? I say getting your hormones tested is like giving your body a VIP pass to the hormone disco. I know I'm weird. Um, so hormones are like the rock stars of your body. Okay. They're very, they control everything. They are the ones in control. They dictate the rhythm of our life. Um, and guess what? Uh, when we are in perimenopause and menopause, they decide to throw a, a party with confetti and mood swings. So it kind of, things kind of go crazy. Um, this is where the hormone testing can come in. Now, some people argue that you don't need a hormone test. I get it. I don't need a hormone test to tell me if I'm in menopause, which I'm not yet, but menopause is when you go one year without a period. Okay. Duh. There you go. You're in menopause. You don't have to take a test for that. Um, perimenopause you're going to know because you are going to start to see fluctuations of moods, energies, sex drives, um, weight gain. Um, th things are just going to change. You'll just start to notice and it's different for everybody. Hot flashes is a very common one. Um, so if you do decide to get your hormone tested, however, you've got the headliners of your hormones that are estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And women have a lot of testosterone actually, um, in their body, but they're, we're not given that, um, we don't really talk about that as much, but we do need that testosterone in our body for our energy and our sex drive. And for us to just feel happy. Um, these hormones are like the spice girls of your body, right? So we all have, they all have unique roles. Um, again, won't read in depth on this. It's all in your module, uh, five. So there are blood tests, saliva and saliva tests. Um, you, they won't just text your sex hormones. You don't want just that tested. Also, you have other hormones like, um, the melatonin, serotonin, cortisol in your brain. Um, cortisol happens when we're stressed out and the cortisol test that they take, um, that's a saliva test. So that's a different way to do that. Um, if I were in my twenties, I would get a baseline test of where I'm at. And now everybody will, people will say, well, how can you test your hormones when they fluctuate through the month? Well, if you do it, crest a test correctly, they will have you test during your low hormone phase and during your high hormone phase. So therefore you have a baseline to see where you're at. So obviously if you test once in a random day, um, it's not going to show you anything, but if you have something to compare it to low hormone, high hormone, then you've got to start there. Um, and then also if you could do that in your twenties and your thirties, and then your forties, you'd be like, man, when I was like this age, this was what my testosterone and my um, progesterone was. And now look where things are at. No wonder. Um, so there's nothing wrong with staying on top of hormonal charts and finding out. And I, um, will highly encourage anybody, um, like younger to get their hormones tested and keep a, keep a file of it. So that way, you know, if you start to experience some things, you know, where you're, you, what things like used to be like. Um, so again, normal does not mean optimal, right? Don't settle for less, make sure you are setting yourself up to feel good. That's what it's all about, right? It's about feeling good. I'm, um, page seven of our module, there is a pretty awesome chart there. It's got two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 22 different hormone imbalance signs. 
And then it's got the, and it's got the five top hormones that are tested. So those signs are anything from anxiety to cramping, to loss of memory, to irritability, to irregular periods, to headaches, to night sweats, to sleep disturbances, to uh, fluid retention and weight gain and hair loss. So much fun, right? When you just talk about those things. Um, no, it's not really, is it? Um, so there are tons of signs that our body is telling us. Um, and there are things as we've talked about in modules two, three, four, we talked about your, there are things you can do without obviously the hormone replacement therapy to help yourself. Um, so where do you start? So if somebody were to ask me, Tracy, what do I, what do I do? Where do I start? Okay. So on page eight, I believe on your module, I talk about hormone health. There is a checklist for where you start. So the first thing you need to do is click that checklist and assess your symptoms. You can kind of go through them and just be like, yeah, I feel like this. No, no, no. You know, assess your symptoms, go through that checklist. Then before going to a doctor, unless you have, unless you, your, if your symptoms are affecting your life, like you can't go to work, you're miserable, something is direly wrong. Do not just implement lifestyle changes. Go to the doctor first, right? Get help. Listen to your body. Listen to your gut. It tells you the best. Okay. If you know, you're just not taking the best care of yourself and you need to, um, practice a little bit self, better self-care and better and lifestyle changes, then start with implementing those changes. Start with the, implementing those changes that we talked about in module two. And then also, as we talked about in module four, start tracking your symptoms in, um, an app. I, I've been using the, the app clue. There's also flow. There's also a couple other ones. So start tracking your symptoms. So then if you start to implement these healthy lifestyle changes and you've been tracking and things may improve, but maybe you still are still want to follow up with a functional doctor or your OBGYN, you have some background data of where you started and what you've been doing. And then obviously if you want to invest in an at-home test, um, I've used Everly Well. I get a discount for those tests. So you can see before you go to a functional doctor, I started there first with the at-home test because it was a lot cheaper, a lot cheaper. Um, and then a health coach. So working with other health coaches that have been down this road to help get you on the right track can still be a lot cheaper than a functional doctor. I, I would tell everybody to go to a functional doctor right away, If but it costs quite a bit of money. It's a, it's a little bit of an investment, but it is an investment in your health too. So if you can just go to a functional doctor and get your test done and get started, do it. I would suggest that for sure. Um, and if you have those severe symptoms, go to your primary care physician and your OBGYN immediately. Um, and then again, as I said, visit your functional holistic doctor who specializes in women's hormones. So I have been hearing of women, um, in all over the place, like going to places, um, it's not even, it's not even registered on the website that it's for women, but they go get shots of testosterone shots of testosterone are going to go through you like that. Number one, number two, um, these aren't functional health doctors. They're just giving shots of testosterone, which is the worst type of testosterone to get. Um, number three, the website doesn't even mention women. It's a lot of men going to this play, these places. So you've got to definitely do your research on where to go to get help. And unfortunately, um, it's not common, um, knowledge around. So you, if you're not in like the central Iowa area where I am, I know of a few good ones here. Um, you might need to do some research on those, um, people. So 
there is a difference between primary care and functional medicine, right? So as, going back to the beginning, primary care is general health, standard medical practices, treatments. They diagnose and refer to specialists if needed. Um, the functional doctor is holistic. It looks at all of you. It looks at what is the main cause of this. And then they help you make changes so that way you can avoid having to go on pharmaceutical drugs if you don't want to have to do that. Now, sometimes if you are in perimenopause and menopause, if you have very low testosterone or progesterone or estrogen, they can prescribe a hormone replacement therapy for you. And it's not something you do forever. It's just something temporarily while you're going through these fluctuations. And unfortunately, there was a study done in the past that got a lot of, that gave you know, hormone replacement therapy a bad rap, but it's come to find out whoever was paying for this testing, it all came back to money and it was poorly done and it's still uh, scaring women away from hormone replacement therapy. So uh, we've got to open our minds and our eyes and you have to look at it individually um, for your risk. And they talk about how the risk is um, actually very minimal compared to what they make it seem like it is. So it's something to discuss definitely with your doctor. Um, and just remember for yourself, any doctor that tells you you're normal and you feel like garbage, it's not optimal. Okay. So you'll start with your doctor to rule out other issues. And if you're not getting the answers you want, then move to your own testing, um, save some money with the health coach, and then visit a functional doctor in your area. So make sure you assess, go to that um, checklist and start that, start there. And I've got that module four overview. And then I've got the resource library here with hormone specific questions for your OB 10 questions for your. So I've got OB specific and I have general practitioner uh, questions. And then also I've got a sheet there that's hormone tests and what they mean. Um, and I can tell you if you're somebody that's interested in doing the Everly well, the at-home test, and you want that 20 to 30% off discount, please reach out to me. Let me know. I can get you that discount code. Um, and, and I can tell you this, that when I did that home test with them, and then I went to, after I implemented my, um, uh, lifestyle changes, um, cause I wanted to show and prove to myself that it can work so I could help other women because I want to only share and coach things that I know that work. Um, I want to be honest and out and forthright with everybody. Um, so it wasn't until eight months after I started implementing the changes as I've talked about in module two and three. And, and cycle syncing that I finally um, was able to get to a functional doctor. And I wanted to follow up and to see with um, the numbers that I got with my uh, at-home testing and with their blood testing in-house there, and they matched up. They were the same thing. So I have full faith that if you do the Everly Well um, testing properly, that it'll help guide you. Is it, a, is it an end-all be-all? Absolutely not. But it's good to get that baseline to kind of see where you're at and remember, you don't test at one time in the month because that would be uh, not productive because our hormones fluctuate. So it does have you test those female, the sex hormones two times in the month at your high phase and your low hormone phase. So um, it's just something to think about. There's a lot of people that will, anything on the internet, you can hear one thing and they'll tell you this and the other thing, they'll tell you this. You can find whatever you want to believe in on the internet. Um but I have been researching um, all the top people, the best people, and have came up with my own um, 
educated decisions uh, with as a master educator and nutrition coach and fitness coach, running coach. Um, I want to do what's best for all of us. And it's definitely um, making sure you take time to listen to your body, um, start cycle syncing, paying attention, tracking your hormones, check out that checklist and don't settle for less because there is a big lack of research for women and it's, and it's pretty sad. And I want you to be a part of this movement that we start talking about our hormone imbalances and we start talking about perimenopause and menopause, and we're here to help ourselves so we can help, um, our daughters and grandchildren and educate, um, other women around the world. So I hope this has helped next week is module six and it's where do we go from here? So I think that if you are, have been doing this hormone health course with us the past five weeks, what we're going to do is you're going to go all the way through module six. And after you're done with that, um, you're going to work with me one-on-one and we're going to come up with a plan for you specifically. So if you did not, if you're listening to this podcast somewhere and you want to, to join us on our, um, if you want to, um, take the hormone harmony health course or hormone harmony hormone. Okay. Yes. Let's say it so many times the hormone harmony course. We'll get you signed up for the course. And then you two will also be able to work with me one-on-one and we'll come up with your plan going forward. And I will help guide you to your next steps of finding your hormone bliss and getting your life under control because there is so much information out there. And what I have done is sifted through it all because I really enjoy learning about health um, as a health teacher and a coach. And I want to just simplify things because I know you're busy. So let me help you simplify things. Thanks for being here. And I will talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye.